welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey, what's up guys? Today we are going to do a design tutorial, hence the uh, epic thumbnail behind me where I photoshopped my face onto Bob Ross, rest in peace, legendary painter. I think I remember seeing him on the television in like elementary school before they would do the school announcements. Uh, kind of funny. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we're going to do the Juneteenth flag tutorial that I talked about in my video yesterday that I was kind of feeling inspired to maybe do a um, video on. So I'm basically going to show you a couple different ways of creating designs similar to the flag, the vertical flag with the text on it and the Juneteenth and the distressed and all those things. Uh, I'm going to show you how to do that in Photoshop and or Photopia. All right, that's the plan for today's video. So let's get started. Real quick, I wanted to let you guys know I'll be going live tomorrow on Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern to do kind of a live Etsy shop review with the Etsy shop owner. His name is Dustin. So we're going to kind of have some fun with that one. Hopefully help increase everybody's Etsy sales, including his sales together. So hope you guys can make it tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern. Also in the description, I've got a link to my free print-on-demand giveaway. Two winners will be randomly selected and announced on Sunday. I've got a free seven-day Merch by Amazon mini course delivered via email, and I've got a great Merch by Amazon Facebook group if you guys would like to join. All right, let's get on over to Photoshop. All right, Photoshop is still my uh, design app of choice, but you're not forced to use this. You can use, um, well, for this tutorial to be useful, you probably want to be in Photoshop, but maybe Photopia as well. Um, basically, like a free online version of Photoshop should be very similar. Uh, also, just so we're all on the same page, this is the design that we are basing our video off of uh, today, and maybe I'll just like edit it into the video overlay so that you guys can kind of see what we're working towards achieving, but I'm going to keep that on my side monitor over here as well while I work. So uh, the first thing we need is an American flag, and you can probably find like a free vector or PNG version of an American flag. Um, for instance, like I know you can go to all American graphics where I just typed in the search bar vertical American flag and I was able to find, you know, this version, a white and a black version. So I've got that one kind of queued up, but it's almost cheating in a design tutorial to just have that queued up. Um, so, I mean, you can also just kind of make your own flag by just making your own like layer here, a uh, new layer in the sidebar and then just creating like vertical boxes to represent the stripes and just replicating them after you. Uh, make the the first one you can just duplicate and this is a, a much longer way of doing this definitely I think time is money and this is probably not the best way to go about it but this certainly um, you know kind of a quick fire version can work uh, nice thing is when you use like Photoshop it'll help you like snap them to be equally distant and whatnot but for the sake of this video let's just go ahead and use um, one of the pre-made ones also I made two versions of it so I grabbed like you know, uh, the, the one from All American Graphics is already distressed. And I know you guys probably want to see the distressed effect. So I will show you how to do the distressed effect um, really quickly as well. So I have a second American flag here. And it is not distressed, okay? Uh, distressed is that like grunge effect that you see um, that's very popular on t-shirts and whatnot. So I don't know if I should zoom in all the way or not. I think I'm just going to keep it here. All right, so in the non-distressed um, layer here, this flag... What I'm going to do is go over to the uh, channels tab. So you know how like the layers tab is kind of behind me here above my head. Uh, there's one called channels. So I'm going to click that. And what I have here prepared is a grunge 
like I don't really know what to call it, like a grunge te- like a grunge pattern that I got off Google. And I'm sure you guys can probably find one on Google as well if you go looking for it. Uh, and then just add this to your channels tab, all right? And when you add it, make sure that it covers um, basically at least the equivalent of the graphic that you would like to apply the distressed effect to. So you can, you know, hit control T, you can resize it, make it big, make it small, etc. Okay. I just went ahead and made it the whole size of the um, canvas that we're using. By the way, if anybody's wondering the canvas size, I still prefer to use the um, 4,500 pixels by 5,400 pixels, even though it's not a requirement for merch by Amazon. Someone messaged me the other day and showed me that T Public wants the um, canvas to be even bigger. So I guess if you uploaded T Public, just optimize for them. Uh, but it's been a while since I've uploaded to T Public, so this has been working for me. All right, so we have our grunge effect. Now I'm just going to go to select and I'm going to go to color range in Photoshop. So select color range. And then I'm just going to click into like the background. Okay. So you notice like the foreground of my grunge effect is white and the background that I have that I set is black. So I'm just going to click into the black background. And now it has selected all of the black portion of this image and ignored the white portion. Okay. So now I'm going to go from the channels tab again, behind my head here to the layers tab. I'm going to click on the American flag layer. And all I have to do now is just hit either delete or I can just hit cut. And now I have a distressed American flag. Pretty cool, huh? And also, I mean, you can, if you wanted to add the text layer, for instance, I would merge the flag with the text layer so that it's just one layer and then go ahead and do the, um, the grunge effect all at once to both when they're merged. That way you'll get a kind of a consistent um, look and feel to the grunge texture when it's applied. Okay, so that's how you do that. And again, if you're like, how do I get this image? Uh, honestly, like Google images or something like I'm pretty sure it should be allowed since we're not actually like using it in the end product. We're just kind of using it for a, you can go outside and like take a picture of like the street probably and figure out a way of using that for your grunge effect if you needed to. So anyways, back to, uh, I like this graphic more from all American graphics, by the way, I will link to this graphic and I will put a link to all American graphics in the description. Uh, just the uh, membership is like $3 and change a month, I think. So unless it went up, it might be $4 a month. Um, not breaking the bank there. That's still less than one sale at a $19.99 uh, shirt on Merch by Amazon. But so we're going to kind of cheat and use this graphic here. And we next up just probably need to make room for the text. I'm like looking over here at my side monitor to see what the Juneteenth flag looks like. And yeah, I'm thinking that we will then just use the selection tool and I will just cut out and by the way, we don't need to like replicate actually like people's exact designs. It's probably not a best practice. So maybe to make ours different, I will cut out two vertical instead of just one just to make it, you know, feel different, look different. Um, definitely probably a good idea to, to not just try to copy people's exact designs. All right, next I have a text layer here. I'll turn off the flag just to show you. And this is just built into my default merch template to make my life easy. Uh, otherwise you can just click the text tool and click into your canvas, but I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Juneteenth. Okay, oops, and try, try not to misspell it. <laughs> Juneteenth, all right, and I will get it all on one row here. All right, perfect. All right, um, as far as fonts go, this is just impact font, so just kind of keeping it simple here, nothing crazy. I guess, you know what, let's match the uh, distressed. Let's do Edmund Texture. I'm a big fan of that one. All right, Edmund Texture, Juneteenth. All right, and we'll edit that later if we need to, but you can see that 
Edmund Texture's got that distressed effect kind of already built into it, which I'm a fan of. So now I'm going to show the flag again. And here's the thing. With Photoshop, let me just show you something really quickly. Like you can actually have it type your font vertically by just clicking uh, up here and when you have your text selected uh, to the left of where you set the font family, there's like a T with an arrow down and an arrow to the right. If you click that, it'll move your text vertically, okay? So this is not exactly what we were aiming to do, but I did just want to let you guys know that you can actually have it move your text vertical like this, okay? Um, but that's not exactly how they had done it in the design we're trying to use for inspiration. So, and I think it looks much better the way that we're going to do it the other way. So I will enable the flag and then I'm just going to select the text and you can just go to edit and go to transform. And then we should just be able to rotate 90 degrees clockwise. Okay. So that was just edit, transform, rotate 90 degrees clockwise. And that was with our text layer selected. Now I'm just going to move it and try to get it to fit in here. By the way, in order to do the kind of the constriction that I just did vertically, you can just hold shift and then um, drag the box uh, either vertical or horizontal and it'll kind of smush it. It's not exactly the best like way of doing things. Um, whoops, I didn't mean to go that far back. So let me redo the 90 degrees, 90 degree clockwise. Um, I'm not really loving the way that this font looks, honestly. I might switch it up. But also you can go to the character panel here with your text selected and look for where it says VA, and it's got the arrows going both both ways, and that's gonna um, basically allow you to reduce the horizontal width between letters, although we have rotated ours, so it's not exactly horizontal, but um, you can type in like negative 30 pixels and see how that looks. And I don't know if this is the best font for how we're using it here, so maybe let's just try going back to like impact font and see if that makes a difference. Um, again, not looking great, if you ask me. Uh, maybe like open sans is like one that I would use for web development all the time. I don't know if it's necessarily the best for, um, graphic design here, but you know, let's see, let's play around with it. When you change font families, you may need to also play around with the font size as I'm doing now. Okay, here we go. Let's see if that looks any better. Um, all right. One last font change. There's a font called league Gothic that uh, is like a very condensed font and that may be what we're in need of in this situation so let's play around with that league gothic and then instead of condensing the ver the space between letters i may actually mess around with expanding the space between letters just not by too much all right i think this one's going to be more or less a uh, a winner here so let's see all right, I think that's good. Um, <laughs> it helps also to just do this often enough to like kind of have some fonts memorized so that I can kind of play around pretty quickly. Um, one other thing I might do since we did the two bars is I may just expand the width just a little bit um, to try to match it to about the width of the two uh, flag bars that we had. All right, so now we've got our Juneteenth text. Uh, and it's certainly, I can see maybe why the design that we're using for inspiration added some color because when it all blends together the white text is hard to read against um everything else like the whole white flag also i noticed that in their uh flag they have um the stars kind of cut out 
differently than how this graphic is structured, which I mean, in this case, probably a good thing. So we're not just like replicating their design because, <laughs> um, you know, you don't want to be like stealing people's designs, obviously. So, all right, here we go. One thing you can do, though, if you want to, since the Juneteenth color scheme does seem to be pretty well defined uh, on, you know, merch by Amazon and wherever we're, we're looking, uh, I think it's probably OK to borrow the hexadecimal color codes. So I'm going to grab the red off of theirs and then I will probably just uh, use it as I see fit here. Um, if you wanted to get into kind of doing it like distressed, you could do something kind of like zigzaggy. I don't know. This is where I'm not really I'm probably lacking the expertise uh, just a little bit. But you can probably just create a new layer and then fill with the foreground color. And then you should just be able to right click and uh, create a clipping mask. And that way it'll add it in like kind of in stripes like that. Um, that's an optional way of doing it. You could also just keep it simple and just kind of apply it in a blocky, more blocky style. Um, so the way I just did that again was like create a new layer. Um, I hit shift F5 to fill with the foreground color. You can also, I think, go to edit and then fill and just go to foreground color. And then um, behind me here above my head where I made that new layer, I just right click that layer and click create clipping mask. And then you'll see it kind of applies in the way that I had selected over top um, or layered the other, you know, colors over top. So that's certainly one way of doing it here. Um, you don't have to get like that crazy either. You can just kind of do it um, any way you see fit. But that's probably actually the best way of doing it now that I think about it. So, yeah, we'll do it that way. Uh, I'll just do some yellow here now. Um, it's okay if it like overlaps. And by the way, you can have multiple selections by holding shift. So that's how I was able to draw like two right there. Um, so I'll do that to mix in the yellow. Uh, where else? Kind of yellow halfway through here. Okay, we'll do that. And then I will just fill again with the foreground color. And because it automatically applies because it's um, built into the uh, clipping mask that we already created on this layer. Um, I'm going to pull it off of the stars portion, though, so it's not mixed in there. I think that'll look better. Um, all right, maybe I'll use the red one more time here and kind of fill in just a little bit down here and here maybe. So fill it in with the red. There we go. So it's kind of striped. It's, I don't know, just trying to like look at the other side for inspiration here. Um, designing is not exactly my strong suit, so I'm doing the best I can here. My bad if it's like a long, boring, drawn-out tutorial. Uh, here I'm going to select the green, and I will honestly just draw like a massive box here with the green. Maybe fill in a couple extra zigzags. Fill. Okay, and that looks pretty good if you ask me. Maybe we'll just add like one more kind of green up here and a little bit here just to switch it up a little bit. All right, and I think that just about covers everything that I was planning on sharing in this tutorial. You got to kind of see in real time how my brain works as far as how I went about creating a similar design. Are there probably better ways that somebody who dedicates their life to being a graphic designer could show you? Yeah, I'm confident in saying that there probably is um, some better ways, but this got the job done. So hopefully, you know, we all learned something maybe together here from this exercise. Uh, let me know your thoughts in the comments below if there's easier ways to do it that I missed, or if you like to do it in Canva or something and you just say, Ryan, you're wasting your time. Just go to Canva, whatever it is. Uh, let me know. I like hearing from you guys, but thank you for watching. Please like and subscribe, and I'll see you tomorrow when I go live 
with Dustin for the uh, Etsy shop review. Mm -hmm.